Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? The family podcast for adults and adult children of assholes. That's what I am. Oh. <laughs> you don't hear that phrase very much anymore, you know what? No. There used to be the whole adult children of whatever. Adult children of, I guess it was alcoholics. Adult children of drug abusers, whatever. It's just I'm just an adult child of a bunch of assholes. Aww. <laughs> I should start that club. Aww. Does anybody really want to belong to that? No. I, I don't think anybody wants to belong to you. I think most of us do. Well, by default, eventually it ends up that way. Yeah. Anyway, this episode number 608, Stressors. Yeah, I almost lot. wish that I had had chest pains and got to go to the hospital oh, this week. Because that would have been, that would, don't you think that would have been a sweet reversal? We'll talk about it in a minute. People giving you grief. Oh, yeah. Well, my husband just went to the fucking hospital, assholes. <laughs> they call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're awesome. You know how to find all the sexy stuff. So. We talked last week a little bit about this. We got this letter in the mail and they said, you know, your family is so fucking special. We'd like to include you in the special extended uh, director's cut of the 2010 census. Mm-hmm. And we said, eh, no thanks. Right. <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be a lot of work. Yeah, it sounds a little troublesome, a little annoying. So I, uh, we ordered pizza the other night and it got here like, or the, there was a knock on the door and I was like, wow, that pizza got here fucking quick. Mm-hmm. It was like 7.30 at night or something, Yes, it? yes. So I opened the door, and there's this lady standing there, and she shoved this badge in my face, and she goes, uh, did you get a letter? And she's fucking fumbling this letter around, and I go, whoa. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't, I'm getting ready to sit down to eat. Uh, I want my pizza. I, I don't know what you're talking about. And she said, well, I, I'm with the 2010 census. She goes, and we sent you a letter about uh, this, this special extended unemployment benefit thing i said okay and get time it's some 30 on a friday night we both have better things to be doing right give me your card and i'll think about calling you and setting up an appointment mm-hmm. well we have to do it this weekend well i'm not making any promises and then i lied and i said well my wife's not here i can't make i know and i was sitting on the couch and the girls all flipped out and they covered me with a blanket and then in a brilliant move thing or thing one leans over on me like I'm part of the couch. Right, she's laying on you. Like you can't tell there's a human form under the blanket. Well, she couldn't <laughs> see you from the door anyway because I, I wasn't. Know. I wasn't letting her get anywhere near the actual door. Right, I was right. doing the. I don't know who you are, but you're not coming to my house thing because you're not. Right. I'm, just, I'm not doing it. And uh, I said, well, and she goes, well, usually people don't call you back, so I'll just come by again tomorrow. And I said, no, I I didn't say that. I said, let me talk to my wife and I'll let you know whether I want you to come in. She goes, well, nobody ever calls me back. Yeah, there's a reason for that. We, we don't want to take part. Nobody in ever silliness. calls me back. Yeah, because she, oh, when she gives people her longer. card and says, oh. would you like me to come harass you yeah, some What's that telling you? People go, no. Nobody likes it. Right. And she goes, but it's very important. This, this is actually very, very important. And I said, okay, can I do it online? Right? No. Hmm. Suck. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, that's dumb." I just saw her. I said, "That's really dumb. Why would you? Why? Why are we making this so hard? Give me a code that I can enter into the online survey, and I'll do it that way. I'll I'll do that all fucking day for you. I'll do it every day if you want me to." Mm-hmm. Now I really need to talk to you 
in person. Okay. I'll get back to you tomorrow, maybe. And and then she goes, well, uh, it's really important. I said, look, I, I understand this is completely voluntary, and I'm saying I don't really feel like doing it. She goes, yeah, it's voluntary, but we're going to keep contacting you. Because mm-hmm. your house was picked. As in knocking on your door at any time. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody in the chat room is pointing out how I predicted that this is exactly what's going to fucking no. happen. It is. It's not voluntary. They, She said they picked your house, and they will continue to contact you mm-hmm. until you do it. Well, okay, so you were playing video games this afternoon. Right, Red Dead Redemption, which I really like Red Dead Redemption. But I got to this point where I found the bad guy I was trying to meet, or find. I found him. I got reunited with my family, and now it's fucking Ranch Simulator. It's not fun. I don't Anyway, I was playing video games and. And there was a knock on the door and everybody immediately looks at me. Oh, no, mom. And I was like, no, 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 no. Here's how this is going to go down. I'm going to go to the door and we're just going to take care of it right now. She's not coming into the house. Uh, I'll answer her questions, but we're going to do it in the blazing hot sun. So... I answer the door. I'm very pleasant. I know exactly why she's there. And she gets her little laptop out. I answered all of her questions. Did it as quickly as possible because it was really hot out there. She was like, had sweat dripping off her face by the time she was done. Well, I was told this was a a two minute thing that you would have to fill out. And you were outside for a good 15 minutes. So they're already fucking lying. Yeah. Well, she said that the first one is more in depth than the rest of them. The rest of them go much faster because they already have the basic information, the demographic information. So they don't have to keep repeating that. And uh, I did ask her and I said, okay, now you guys keep telling me that this is completely voluntary, but I mean, honestly, is it? And she goes, no. No, it's not. We... Well, thanks. Thanks for clearing that up because I was pretty sure it wasn't. But what are you going to do? Are you going to find me? No, you can't find me. But you'll harass me for sure. But you'll just keep showing up at my fucking house. That's the whole thing. Right. So let's just get this over with. And she, I have to say she was rather pleasant. She set up a regular time. I said, you know, I really don't want these random calls interrupting yeah, stuff. That's right. annoying. It's very fucking annoying. This is a time frame where you can feel free to contact me and I, because it's an ongoing thing call me between this time on this day and i'll be happy to help you right but this is one of those things where the government really fucked up there's no reason why all this shit couldn't have been done online i totally agree it's just dumb and it makes me mad because i i'm paying for this chick to come to my house and bother Mm -hmm. me every day well she doesn't have to come anymore she's got a call but my point stands i am paying the salary of people whose job it is to annoy me that's true. It's it's dumb. But I figured I would just, you know, suck it up and get over it. And I specifically told her that I didn't want her calling you because I didn't want her bothering you. I'm a, a little bit faster at dispatching of people. Well, <laughs> so, I get my problem is I get mad and then I become uncooperative and then everything takes longer. Right. I'm just like, let's just get this done. And so, fine. Uh, we did that. And then we were getting ready to go out this evening to get our coffee and whatnot. Right. And there's a note on the door. Right. Somebody else came by at 530 to harass us about this thing. I was like, what the hell? How many times do you people need to know this stuff? I don't need eight of you contacting me, just to be clear. And I'm wondering if the chick you talked to wasn't even real. Did she show you a badge? She did. Showed you a badge? Did it look real? Yeah. Did it look like a badge you could have made at Kinko's? 
Well, <laughs> I mean, it looks like any yes, other bag did. with a photo on it, but all the stuff that she had, and she had the original letter. And I mean, what else am I going to do? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I she didn't know. ask anything that was really anything terribly personal. No, but I, I, I'm tired. The government doesn't need to know that much about me. I asked her. I said, you know, some of this information you can just get from our tax return. They already have all that information right. on there. Right. I, I submit this bullshit to you once a year. I know. Can't be on top said, of there. Yeah, I know. She said, but they're not allowed to share that same information with us. Okay, fine. I completely understand how that <sighs> stuff works too. It sucks. So, you know, just one more reason for to hate the phone ringing other than the stupid frickin' frackin' bank calling me umpteen billion times. So, what day was it? Monday, I guess? Tuesday, maybe. We're sitting there minding our own business and the phone rings and it's like around lunchtime. Right. Now, the only people that are going to call me at lunchtime are really going to be thing one. Or right. the stupid frickin' frackin' bank. Right. Or... Would you like to update to some stuff you don't need? No. Family members. Right? Yeah, usually it's your sister that calls, because right. she likes to interrupt my lunch with my wife. Yeah. And then you disappear into the bedroom and talk to your sister for four hours. And... Right. So I answer the phone. I recognize the number as a family member. Right. And it turns out to be your youngest brother. Which, which I don't... He never calls. The only times I've ever talked to him on the phone is when he was having babies. He's the person that they, for whatever reason, think it's okay for him to contact me when it's not okay for other people. I hate, I hate him. And I don't think it's been made clear enough to people. I don't like him. I don't like the things that he does. Mm. I don't like how he lives his life. I don't like the fact that he's a giant mooch off my parents. I don't like the fact that really the only time he calls is when he's wanting me to pay for something. Right. Like the last time he talked to me, he was like, uh, we're going to build a deck uh, for mom and dad and we would like you to pay for it and we will build it. Right. My, my cock. Suck it. No. It's not happening, loser boy. So, okay. So I'm, I'm thinking, what do you want? And he did not ask to talk to you, which I think is hilarious and annoying both at the same time they, they don't really want your to talk family to members call because they're they're calling to talk to me and we're, so i can relay information well, that's between the, thing. the two of you they call you because they're gonna they're gonna give you some information right they know i don't really care and they don't want to have to talk to me and hear me say oh, whatever right because that's how i answer when they tell me stuff yeah, whatever so okay so they tell me that your mom had a heart attack okay fine and, and It's it's distressing, only in as much that my, my mom has all these health problems that she caused herself. I, I mean, literally, all of her problems are self-inflicted. I had too many fucking babies when I was 12 years old. And then after I finished having babies, I just ate all day until I was the size of Jabba the Hutt. And then instead of trying to fix that shit, I just let it go until I had all these other problems. And then I had gastric bypass surgery. And instead of eating what I'm supposed to eat so I don't fucking die, I just eat chocolate. Right. And oh, now I had a heart attack. So it's upsetting, but it's mostly upsetting because why? I know, but here's the thing too. It's like, okay, we're 13 hours away. What are we supposed to do with that information? Thank you for telling me. I appreciate right. the fact that they told us because they don't always tell us these things. Because apparently she had right. this heart attack after one of your relatives died and they were all at the funeral or whatever. Okay. Right. Uh, okay. 
somebody I don't know. And, and this is the other thing that puzzles me. Since I've left, apparently my family has circled the wagons now, and even the far distant reaches of this family that I literally never heard of when I lived there are all now bosom buddies and best friends. Yeah, that's weird. Like the whole extended clan just loves the shit out of each other. Despite the fact that these are people I never heard of. Right. So I tell you this person has passed away and you're like, I don't even know them. I'm like, okay, I guess that feels, makes me feel a little (laughs) bit better because I don't know them either. Obviously. Right. You tell me somebody died. Okay. I don't know who they are. And just because they're related to me doesn't make it a big deal because I don't know them. Right. Okay. So it's distressing enough as it is. So I said, well, just call me with the updates and let us know what's going on. Right. So basically, long story short, she had what's called broken heart syndrome, which means she had a heart attack, but it was completely brought on by stress. No organic reason for it. No, you know, blood clots, no blocked arteries, nothing that they can go in and like rotor rooter out and fix. Right. All pretty much because she's stressed out. It's a drama queen heart attack. Kind of. You're being all hysterical and stupid and your heart goes, I don't like this. Yeah. Like so, it. okay, fine. I, I get on the internet. I'm looking stuff up because they're telling me, they're like, nobody really knows much about these. It's very mysterious. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I found a lot of literature about it on right. the internet. You might want to get on the internets and find some info out. Kim, you can't trust everything you read on the internet. You can, you can trust a lot of the <sighs> stuff. Anyway, so I'm reading about it and most of the people will have a complete recovery with no ill side effects between one and four weeks. Because it's not a real Happy heart attack. Because there's right, there's no lasting damage. Right. It's it's a it's essentially an exaggerated arrhythmia caused by getting your shit all in an uproar. Right. So uh, then I'm talking to your dad later in the week, and I made the comment, "Well, she's just going to have to learn to say no to some requests." Right. You know, just, not take so much on. Right. Because as a direct response to being a shitty mother for my the entire life of everybody in my family, she now thinks that she has to be everybody's mom. She takes care of people we don't even fucking know. Right? She's constantly doing shit for other people. She's never home. She, she can't take 10 minutes out of her day to make dinner for my dad. But she's got plenty of time to run all over the fucking countryside taking dinners to fucking old people who we don't really fucking know. So as I'm talking to your dad, he brings up the point that... Yeah, one of the things she's really just going to have to stop doing is, I mean, it really stresses her out when you guys come to visit because she thinks everything has to be perfect. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, wow, of all of the things that you pick, for an example, you pick us coming to visit as like one of her major stresses. We haven't been there in seven years. Right, right. Right. We don't we don't fucking go there. I've been so stressful, you know, that one cleaning time in the last seven years that pushed her over the edge. Right. It's a damn good thing he was talking to you. I did not know how to that, respond to that. I was like, wow. It, I was like, well, I guess I won't make that mistake again. I'm, we just won't come to visit anymore. Yeah, done. If it's too fucking fracking stressful. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I don't, if she, the next time, I, this is exactly how it's going to go. The next time I get a phone call and somebody says, oh, there's a big family reunion. I'm going to say, I, I can't go because if I come, uh, mom will have a heart attack. So I am not, I can't come to the house because it gives you a heart attack. Yeah. Let's not mention the fact that we have your other siblings who are misbehaving in any way, in other manners. Yeah, I'm done. Causing all kinds of issues for everyone. And that's okay. Yeah. But 
you had to vacuum the house because we were coming to stay for three days. I'm well, and, and here's a here's a tip. She doesn't. I know. Okay? This, every time I've ever come to that house, we don't end up usually spending all of our time there because it's a filthy pigsty. It has been for my whole life. My mom would live like, a, she lives like a fucking animal when there's not somebody else around to clean her shit up. So that that's it. I'm done. I'm done. The next time I'm asked to come home, I'm just going to say, I'm not coming home because when I come home, you have to lift a finger and it makes you have a heart attack seven years after I'm there. And I don't need that kind of fucking grief. And, and the problem isn't even that he says it. The problem is that for seven years, th- this has been some kind of fucking terrible dilemma for them. So fuck you guys. I mean, that's my response to that. Fuck you guys. It's a bullshit problem that she had. It, it was in no way real. She spent five days in the hospital with doctors going, there's nothing fucking wrong with you. Right. Go And then home. she gets released from the hospital. What's the first thing she does? She goes to a pig roast. Um, okay. I guess you're not really feeling that bad if the first thing you're going to do yeah, is go I, to a, a roast. I'm done. I'm done. What the I, hell? I'm literally, this was it. I'm done. I don't care. I'm done. Let's just, I, I think I'll just call her and say, look, this is what I was told, and I'm going to make it easy. We're done. Don't, don't worry about it anymore. You don't have a son. You can keep the four shit, the other three shitty ones that you have. We're just done. It's just so aggravating, and it's shit I don't need. So fine. Done. Erg. Yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. Like I said, an adult child of people who are assholes. If the kids become too much to handle, slip them a little cold medicine. It's an oft-repeated joke or advice that parents share on the playground or on Twitter and Facebook pages. One mom, Jill Smokler, says she doesn't vilify parents who medicate their kids. It's certainly better than being pushed to the edge, spanking a child or slamming doors or really losing it, she said. The drugging children with over-the-counter or prescription medications can have unintended consequences, said the author of a research published Thursday, who likened the practice to child abuse. Okay, cock. <laughs> the problem with this guy's study is that he did not differentiate. Here's what he did. He got a list of all the kids who died from drug problems, whatever they were. It was a drug-related death, okay? And he then went and saw how many of those were caused by things that doctors have prescribed. And there was a big gap. There was a big gap between the number of kids who were given some kind of drug. And by drug, he means anything from a baby aspirin up to heroin. Okay, it's, it's any drug. And there was this big gap between things that were prescribed and things that parents gave their kids. Mm-hmm. And he said, look, a lot of these kids are fucking dying when they shouldn't have had the medicine at all. Which, okay, I understand. But you're telling me that if I give my kid a Benadryl to chill them out on an airplane flight or to help them sleep at night because they've had a stressful day or whatever? Come on, dude. It's not child abuse. Well, I'd be curious to see what his stance is because our pediatrician actually told me to give Thing 3 a Benadryl before bed every single night. Number one, she has massive allergies. So there is that reason, but she was having trouble sleeping. So it was suggested to give the melatonin and the Benadryl every night because they are not habit forming. Right. 
Was that child abuse? Right. I, see, I don't it, know. It was helping her. Right. I don't know. I think it's weird. Well, and then there's this whole thing, too. Here's a little. This is a secret that most parents don't know, and I think it's very funny. The same people who get pissed off when I say, give your kid a fucking Benadryl before you put them on a plane, because I don't want to hear it. I would like them to nap while we're in the air. They're like, that. that's kind of an asshole thing to do. You will happily give your kid motion sick medicine, right? And you know what? what you know what Dramamine's primary job is? To put you to sleep. It, it doesn't really make it so you're not car sick. It makes you tired and sluggish. Well, and is it better to not give the child that's taking a, like, let's just say it's like a three-hour flight. And they're in a cramp space. They can't move around. They can't play. Most people would really rather they didn't make any noise at all. Right. They may really get stressed out on takeoff and landing. Right. And or then, when the pressure changes and their little fucking ears. I know. I don't know. I, I completely understand that you shouldn't just pump a pill down your kid's throat every time you feel like they're not acting the way they right. they should. That's fine. But another thing that I think is funny, too, is cold medicine shit. One of my little brothers when we were growing up had terrible problems with the croup, which I don't think you even hear about anymore. Nobody has the croup. Everybody has asthma. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the croup, it tends to be very phlegmy. You're just okay. full of crap. I don't know if that's necessarily that way with I, asthma. It's a restricted right. airflow. But my parents complained that the medicine to treat this, because he had it chronically all winter. And my parents said, God, the, this, the medicine for this costs a fucking fortune. And the doctor goes, yeah, okay, well, here's what you can do instead. This is the exact same thing in this extremely pricey medication that I prescribed for you. Take a shot of Jack Daniels. Mix two teaspoons of honey in it and dissolve a Benadryl in it. It was the exact same ingredients. Of course, they would never do that now. Most medications don't have alcohol in them. Well, that's what they did then. No, I'm just that's saying. all I'm saying. I, I just think it's weird. I think it's weird. I think it's it's very disrespectful for somebody to come out and go giving your kid medicine that a doctor didn't prescribe as child abuse. Fuck you, dude. For real. Fuck you. And to lump people who are giving their kids, literally giving their kids marijuana, giving their kids heroin, giving their kids ecstasy, and with people who give their kid a Benadryl to help them sleep, fuck off. Fuck off. Exactly. All I got to say is they can spend a week with Thing 3 right. during high allergy season, which I'm suffering from also, Ugh. by the way, anybody wants to point out. That's why she's nasally, Jane, because <laughs> she's got allergies. Uh, they can spend a week with her trying to get her to sleep well and see how she can function in school the next day after not having slept all night. Can't breathe through yeah. her nose. I don't know. I just, I'm tired of scientists telling people how to do stuff. If the common sense shit was followed, we wouldn't have so many problems. Now, I think there are times when there's legitimate things like don't give a kid under 12 aspirin. That's not a good idea. Don't do it. And yet they still make baby aspirin. So how is that right? Okay, here's my next know. story. This story comes to us from Aggie Noel. Thank you. A woman from Orange Park says she can't get her phone fixed because Apple's automated software doesn't like her last name. Sandy Burdick told our news partner, Channel 4, the Apple website would not let her set an appointment to have her phone fixed because of her last name. It stopped me. It said you have put in an inappropriate word in this line. I thought I must have a typo, she said. Burdick's son even called customer service, and he claims they told him they couldn't do anything about it either. 
So I guess, you know, maybe she has to have some sort of pseudonym for when she calls the Apple Caroline. Well, I just think it's weird She's that they wouldn't they bird. wouldn't be able to Sandy Bird. They wouldn't be able to understand the difference between Dick, which even that, there are people named Dick. That's their name. Their last name is Dick. Right? Okay. They what? This kind of stuff just puzzles me. Well, I wonder if, you know, I mean, they, they actually spoke to a live customer service, right? Or was it all completely automated? Because a lot no, of times... No, they talked to a customer service person. The person okay. said, I tried to enter it, it won't work. I think uh, one of the things about Apple, and this is one of the things that is both good and bad, okay, is Apple very tightly controls how all their shit works, right? There are things you're allowed to do and things you're not allowed to do. And there's not, uh, if you're not allowed to do it, you're not. There's no workaround. You're not allowed to do this. Right? Mm-hmm. And so that's where they get bit in the ass on stuff like this. Their system says you're not allowed to do this. Period. It's not open for discussion. You can't put bad words in here. So until somebody higher up the chain looks at it and goes, ooh, that's not a good idea. <laughs> it what just if, doesn't make any sense. What if your name was Woodcock? Well, now you're, you're screwed. Right? <laughs> you're never going right? to get that through. That's a very common name. That's what I'm saying. It's just ridiculous. I mean, like I said, I thought if it had been completely the automated software or you, you're, they're doing the voice recognition. I don't know how many times I've called those things and, you know, they give you like a choice of four different things and you're supposed to say it and you go billing. And they're like, what? I'm sorry. I couldn't understand your well, response. I, I've explained it to you before. It's because most of these voice recognition systems are made by dudes in China who say things like, if I want to talk to a bearing, please press five. And they expect that whenever, and then they get confused about why when I call it doesn't work. They're like, I do not understand why you're saying this does not work. I said bearing. I just must say bearing. Exactly. Fine, fucker. So now you just have to say your last name if you have something that could be deemed objectionable. Say it with an accent. <laughs> they but, can't understand it. And they go, can you please spell that for me? I don't know. It's very, this, this kind of stuff is just, Apple doesn't need it right now. They, totally they, got, they got enough fucking problems. Okay. I'll be very curious to see what happens to Apple in the next couple of years. They're promising another magical device before the end of the year. Did you know that? Before the end of the year? Before wow. The the year. That's kind of uh, impressive. I don't know what it could be. Well, I heard it was a smaller version of the iPad. That's dumb. That's they, it's, it's called the iPod Touch. Why would you be so dumb? It's not the same. It, it's dumb. Don't you think that's dumb? It's good, so it's going to be exactly twice the size of an iPod Touch and half the size of my iPad? That's what they're going to do? That's not magical. That's retarded. Are you ready for my last story? Yeah. When Andrew Dana Hudson found himself unemployed, along with most of his graduating class, even after sending out 500-plus resumes, he decided that sponging off his parents in St. Louis wasn't much of a plan. So he flew to India, where he traded his English proofreading skills with a local newspaper for room and board, and he lives modestly but well on about $10 a week. Okay, this story infuriated me in a way that I can't even... (sighs) Here's the thing. This is what, and I'm telling you now, so I need you to, if you're listening to the show and you're like, ah, this is funny, told another cock joke, there's just going to be dwarf fisting next. I'm dead serious about this. This kid's story is what your 
your big corporations and what your government want to have happen. They want everybody who's not a leader of one of these companies or not a politician to live in abject fucking poverty where $10 a week is regarded as an okay salary. This is what they want. They don't want to make shit for cheaper in India. They want everybody to be dirt ass poor and they want them to have all the fucking money. I'm sure. Now, by the same token, weren't you also saying in a related story that India is preparing to pass some sort of legislation yes. that will prevent correct workers such as this Andrew yes, they do from not, going over there and right. taking jobs away from Indians? Correct. They do not like immigration because the, the in, people in India are complaining because what happened was a lot of call center jobs used to be in Europe. Okay, because it was follow the sun kind of thing. You want to have eight hours between you and your call center so that somebody's always working all the time, right? And all these jobs moved to India. And a lot of the people that worked in call centers were young, single people. And they said, well, I'll just go live in India. Why not? It'll be an adventure, mm-hmm. right? I'll, I'll right. go there. I'll get paid whatever you pay them, and I'll, I'll live just like they do. And that happened for a while. And now India is saying, yeah, we don't really like when people come over here and take our jobs. Yeah, so I guess it's okay if they send a boatload of people over here to take over jobs, and it's plenty fine for them to get the jobs that are sent overseas from here. Right, right. But well, it's not okay. That's their job now. That's their job now. And and I've talked to these guys. Trust me, I talk to these guys all the time. And they make no, but they'll tell me right to my face. Our goal is to take all of your jobs. We want them all over here. I mean, there used to be jobs that were considered pretty safe, like accountants. That used to be considered a nice, safe career, right? Mm-hmm. Not anymore. They're shipping all that shit to India, where guys make $50 a week doing the books. I, I don't know. It's just not right. You it's know, time to and... stop. It's all got to fucking stop. Any, any company that sends a job overseas should be told immediately, you don't get any fucking tax breaks. You pay X percent of your, of your, your income, period. And if you try to move your headquarters to another country, we'll seize your fucking assets. Every other country, no other country in the world puts up with this kind of bullshit. They, we have trade deficits with everyone because we, we say, well, we'd like, you know, we, we would like to let you import shit over here. Can we import shit to your country? And they go, we don't need any stuff from the United States. Fuck you. No, it's got to end people. Well, I wonder, I think the next time that the uh, census worker calls, for the job survey i'm going to ask her if there is a section on there for comments and i think perhaps i'll add some <laughs> well there's a lot of stuff that's going to have to change for one thing uh i don't know this is all going to sound stupid and radically political or everything i think everybody should register to vote as an independent period and i think everybody should to just ask, are you, and it, I, I think we need to start holding politicians accountable for campaign promises. If your promise is I'm going to do X when I get elected and you don't do X, you don't get to be elected ever again. You failed. You're done. That's true. Failing yeah, score. I, I you're don't out. think campaign promises should just be empty promises. I do. I think they should be held accountable. I, I totally, like I said, I totally agree. You make a campaign promise. You don't deliver on it. You're done. You're done being a politician. As of the end of your term, you're out. And, and I just, I don't know. As, as a country, we have to start demanding more. We really do. We have to start demanding that the people who supposedly represent us stop taking money from other countries to, to pass laws to fuck us in the ass. 
Enough. Okay. That, or I think we just need to go back to being an imperialist country. We want shit. We don't even fucking ask. We just take it. We'd like some oil. No. Fuck you. I'm taking it. You gonna stop me? Go ahead. Give a shot. See what happens. At least when we acted like that, when we were total dicks to the rest of the world, we didn't get any fucking crap. That's true. You start a war? Fucking roll. Let's see what happens, assholes. We'll burn your whole fucking country down. Uh-oh. What happened? I don't know. We're, we're, we're turning into we're a country full of babies. And it's the country's been sold out from underneath this by politicians who don't want anything but to line their own fucking bank accounts. Enough. Stand for president. I'm saying stand for president. I completely understand. My first, my first role, the first thing I'll do, EMP off the coast of India. Well, no call centers in India ever again. Sorry, Stone Agers. Go back to worshiping your six-headed gods. Enjoy. Stop it. I don't care. I'm tired. I'm done with it. That's like I didn't know about it. Did you know that in 2004, Arizona passed a law, and it was it was a law that was made by citizens through a, a referendum. That said that you have to prove that you're a citizen before you can get a job or a driver's license in that state. They just didn't enforce it? No, they did. That's why. Six years. Well. Obviously, it didn't work. No, it did. The the thing that they're doing now is different. And I think it's interesting that people are in a total uproar of this, but in 2004, nobody gave a shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, everybody needs to start taking a look. Maybe we should have a special show every once in a while. We'll, we'll call it Sam for America. And I'll give you a task every week and everybody go out and do it. And we'll take this fucking country back. Do you know, okay, you know who Mark Miller is? You don't. No. He writes comic books. Okay. And he wrote a comic book called, I can't remember what it's called, Nemesis. And the whole idea, the whole concept of it is what if Batman was a bad guy? Okay. You know, super rich dude with all his training. And he sent it to Marvel, and they said, ah, this is fucking great. Ah, this is the best thing ever, but you got to change the last page. The last page? Yeah, that's it. With the, last the rest page? of it's fine, but you got to change the last page. The last page had a picture of the hero slash bad guy with Barack Obama's decapitated head. Oh, no. <laughs> he was like, I don't know. What's the problem? Like, you can't do that. You can't do that. That sounds funny. It's not related in any way to what I just said, so if you're from the Secret Service, shut the fuck up. Nice. Yeah, how many databanks do we need to be in, Sam? I'm about to go back and contact my old friends, the rabble rousers, and get out in the street. Cause some trouble. Stir some shit. Anyway, you got any other stories over there? I don't. Yeah, take back America, people. Take it back. Don't let them fuck you anymore. They don't call us. They They can call Google Line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Don't forget, Amazon's our sponsor, and they love me. They pay me on time every time. They don't even blink. They just send me an email and say, hey, you're getting paid. How about that? And they go, thanks, Amazon. You're the best. Uh, you can juicesably write a convo for some podcast. Alley. And I don't ask for a lot, right? Like, I just ask if you're going to buy some shit for Amazon, do it through my link. That's not too much to ask. You're doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's one extra click. Like, it's not hurting you at all. But I also have to, I really have to suggest, in the strongest possible terms, that when you when you really like a show, you should tell people, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell people for real, tell people and tell them if you like the show, tell some other people, you know, that's the only way we get new listeners. 
And the more listeners we have, the better chance all of you have to have sex with strangers. Just saying. Very nice. Just saying. Turn the whole kind of a whole dating site if we get enough listeners. No, thanks. You could try the things I suggest to you. Not so much. You could practice the Holy Jesus hand job. Because so many people have a hole in the palm of their hand. Well, you'd have to fake it. I see. Turn your hand like this, Kim. See, like this. Do like this. You can fake it. See? Uh, I see. All right. Anything else? No? You're done? Good. I'm, I'm done. done, too. I need to go get my drink on. Let's go have something. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong, Kim? No, thanks. Well, hire the dog? No. No? Nope. Two drinks is Kim's maximum. One drink is too little. Two drinks is too much. That sucks to be you. I know. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastelly.com. Thank mm-hmm. you.